And welcome back into the Sporting Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, as you guys can tell, if you're watching either on the YouTube or on anywhere where you have the video, you can actually see our pretty faces. So thank you so beautiful, much for joining us. Beautiful thing to see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a dark room because I'm a little dungeon master. Um, as always, <laughs> you have the great me, myself, and I. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. And, of course, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the sports analyst himself. I mean, this dude gets me news three hours before it's released. Call me an insider, baby. Just call me an insider. That's what I am. Hey, better than in cell. So I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've got a whole list of topics today that you actually typed up. So do you want to do you want to which one do you want to start with? Because I, I kind of am curious where this is going to go. Or do you want to take a second and talk about the college football playoffs and what happened? We, we could talk about that for a second, because as we know, we're all we're Michigan fans here and a little disappointed with the result, a lot of disappointed with the result, but good season overall. Hats off to TCU. We beat ourselves and the and there was some and some refs. I me voicing my opinions on the refs isn't me blaming the results on the ref. It's just we need better officiating and as a whole for all of sports. Refs need to yes. be held accountable for their messed up calls that actually like people can point to Michigan's offensive line getting worked, us not scoring points in the red zone, but matter of fact is they called back a touchdown. That was a touchdown. We lost by six. That one call is called right. Game score is different. Sorry. Big time. Uh, I don't think there should be refs per conference. I think it should just be a whole referee association and there should be no like, Obviously, if they went to college at a certain college, they can never officiate those games. It's that simple. Correct. But they like the Big Ten shouldn't have their own. The SEC shouldn't have their own officials. Like none of that should happen. Granted, I get it's entertainment. Like the NFL is labeled as an entertainment business. Blah blah blah. Well, at the end of the day, a good, honest, fair game is going to be way better than anything else. And that's just the way it is. I'm rooting for TCU. Sorry, Stewart. Just the way it is. Let's see the 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 frogs. I can't even think of their full name. Horn frogs. Horn frogs. Horn frogs, baby. There it is. I hope they pull it home. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I do too. I just want someone besides the SEC to win. And, right. And it makes me feel better if we can say we lost the guys that won it all. Right. Exactly. Just like last year, it's a consolation prize. <laughs> you know, the real the real prize for me was beating Ohio State fair and square in their own home. That was beautiful. The way Ohio State played against Georgia, though, makes me really upset at our opportunity because it tells me we weren't going to get blown out by Georgia. Like we were going to, it was going to be a game. And I think just how close these games were proved the point all season long that no one was, there wasn't a for sure heads over heels better team than anyone else. And how much do you think Blake Corum? Right, I think they got the right four teams. I think having Corum out really affects us because I don't think we're running a trick play that first series. I don't think we're trying <clears throat> to run that fullback play. We're just handing it to Corum and he's putting it in the end zone. Right. I agree. Okay, so we both he's, had the same idea he's, that Corum. He's, he's a lot more valuable asset to that team than a lot of people like even realize he already is. Like he, Obviously, he's great. Donovan Edwards is great, but Corum gets you six yards of carry. Every time yeah. he touches the ball, Donovan Edwards either gets one yard or 80. He's Barry Sanders back there. There's no in between. Yep. And 
which is awesome to have. But as far as being able to reliably three straight plays, give the ball to somebody in the backfield and know that you're just going to keep picking up the first down, you don't have that when Beautiful. Cole's not in there. Exactly. All righty. So I'm glad that we addressed that. Um, now, which – which... right there, I missed. Ball lied. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ball don't lie. You just weren't supposed to make it right then. All right? Yes. Uh, so – which one of these topics do you want to start off with? Because you have a lot of good ones on here. We're going to go, we're going to switch this up. Well, while we're talking football real quick, before we move into the basketball portion, I do want to say prayers up to Damar Hamlin in class, the class that was represented, that was displayed by the Cincinnati Bengals organization and the rest of the bills team and organization as well. He is, tubes out breathing on his own his neurologic the last update is neurological in his head everything's there he's talking communicating with the people in the hospital let's hope that he can get 100 percent healthy and go back to where he needs to be i agree granted it may not be on the football field but it's well it sounds like he's getting the full ryan shazier treatment from the bills organization yeah. though which yep. is like that's that's awesome like that's he's amazing. The, the bag's still secured, and if he can't play football, if he never gets medically cleared to play football again, he's got a spot in that organization until he retires, like I, um, in general. Exactly, which is a beautiful thing. Um, I did hear that Stefan Diggs and T. Higgins were pretty much by his side until he came to, so I thought that was really awesome. I love it. Love it. It's really a brotherhood. So prayers up for, for Damar and hope the best for him, uh, no matter what he chooses next. Oh, yes. All right, now moving on to that. We're going to the basketball direction. This is something I want to talk with you a little bit. I think we might differ a little bit on this. We might not. I want to hear your all-time starting five in the NBA, and then, I wanna, and then I'll compare it to mine. And then we can debate on who would win a seven-game series. Obviously, this is all theoretical, but yeah. uh, I'm right. Well, um all time so any player in history yes they just have to play the appropriate position right well i mean point guard shooting guard small forward power forward no no doubling up right so i'm debating between two point guards with three because magic is considered a point guard so jerry west magic and ai See, uh, people can... don't forget that Jerry spent like 80% of his career playing point guard, and they always put him as a shooting guard. And I'm yep. just like, no. <laughs> He's, in my book, Jerry West um, is a point guard. Same thing um, with AI. Granted, AI also labeled part-time as the, the shooting guard. Um, and Magic, I, he's huge for a point guard. Man. I mean, then there's Stockton if you want some, some assists. Okay, so, and I'm just trying to beat yours hypothetically in a game to seven, but my all-time greats. Um, man, it's hard to choose between Jerry West and AI. I love Magic. I think he was great. But I think I'm going to go AI running the one. It's because you're running to LeBron in there. That's I am running to LeBron in here. From Magic. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's on my list. Um, my number two. Are we allowed to pick the same players, or do I yeah, get we, to? Yeah, we can pick the same players. Okay, good. I was going to say, because I know exactly who I'm going number two, because I know the debate around him. Um, Jordan. I'm going Jordan, number two. Number three, LeBron. Um, number four, Tim Duncan. Well, 
Tim Duncan played both power forward and center. What would you categorize him as? Power forward. He's he's power forward. I'm going Tim Duncan and then David Robinson at my five. Not who, but Shaquille O'Neal. But I think I'll take the height. I'll take the height at David Robinson. I love Shaquille. Yeah. You have Thank a good you, team, but there is one detriment on your team besides Jordan, and that uh-huh. is everyone on your team sucks at free throws. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan on them going yeah. to the line. I plan on them. bad at free throws either, but <laughs> well, that's not a bad five. So you said so you said Jerry, Mike, LeBron, Timmy, and then David Robinson. No, no, no. AI. AI? Okay. I AI. went AI, but Jerry was very close to edging it. So AI, Jordan, LeBron, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. Although I'm kind of wanting David to switch with Shaquille O'Neal just because. But Shaquille sucks at free throws too, so it doesn't matter. But I'll take the general. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna choose players that you don't have, actually, just to keep it interesting. because it'd be, So it'd Kobe's be, number be, two. Yeah, Kobe's going to be at my number two. <laughs> I knew my, immediately. My number one's toss-up between, again, Magic or Curry. It just depends on who I'm taking at the Ooh. three. Mm. I just can't decide between Bird and KD. Oh, Bird. Uh, just because if I have Steph, Kobe, and Katie out there, they all need the ball in their hand to be effective. Although Kobe's a great defender. Um, oh yeah, Mamba mentality on defense is deadly. Actually, I'm gonna go Magic, Kobe, Katie, just because that's a, the best facilitator ever with two of the greatest pure scorers ever. Yeah. Without sacrificing defense as much at that point. Right. Um, then I'm gonna go Giannis at the four. Wow! Already, Talk Giannis. About Talk about peak. And then for the five, Shaq. <laughs> I figured it would be Shaq because I, I mean, there are a lot of good big men. I was if if I didn't take AI, I probably would have gone Shaq at my five, um, just so I would have another prolific score. But let's say. AI against Magic, because they're going to have to defend each other. They're both one. I like my Jordan versus Kobe matchup. And I like like my LeBron versus KD, because they've actually faced a couple times. Um, It would be interesting to see my... Timmy at at his peak. Right, because Mr. Fundamentals, he was was a good defender. They both got... They're great defenders. I, I don't... I don't know. If Although I give the athleticism to Giannis, Giannis definitely has that athleticism. He's going to get by Tim Duncan a couple times. David Robinson against Timmy Shaq. Had no jumping, <laughs> mid-range jump shot that is still one in. It, yeah. was, it was the most Bill Lambert shot of ever, and it's just it works. It, just it works. works. Just don't fix it if it ain't broke. So out of these five, I think just due to the fact that I have. Two of the top three uh, in anyone's top five. I have Jordan and LeBron. You would yeah. put LeBron, even though you hate him, in your top five, right? Yeah, I have him at third. Okay, so top three. I think I'm going to give myself the slight edge. Just due to the fundamentals down low, I've got two big men who are going to hold their own. Granted, Shaq is going to score and Giannis are going to score, but I think I have enough. Uh, mentality and if I need to switch LeBron and Jordan, so Jordan guards KD, that's what I do. If that's what I got to do. 
Maybe I Shaq abuses David Robinson. Yeah, I can't decide who who has an advantage between Timmy and Giannis. I think um, I'd give it to Giannis just through the athleticism. I don't think LeBron can effectively for an entire game or Jordan for that matter, depending on can guard KD just because I personally think that, like, and this is me as a Kobe fan saying this, KD is the most, as the way we say Calvin Johnson was the perfect specimen built in a laboratory. That's KD. Really? You think so? Yeah. He's one. Like if there was a one V one tournament against anyone who's ever been in the NBA at their peak, I don't think anyone could beat KD, including Kobe. Or wow. Wow. So you think just, he's just the because he's scorer. so lengthy and tall that just natural his build will give him a nice something to work with on defense that they don't have, and then he's at every bit as skilled on offense as they are. Yeah. Okay. Don't be wrong, okay. Jordan and Kobe are great defenders in their own right, but how well can you effectively defend someone possession in and out without have when they got, you know, eight inches of reach and six inches of height on you? <laughs> not wrong what is he 611 yeah he's listed as seven foot but i don't know if he's actually that tall yeah i, I see that's i remember everyone saying he was seven foot but then i remember him like standing next to someone who was 611 and he was like the same height and i was like <gasps> they pulled a fast one um <clears throat> okay what do you think of the magic versus ai lineup that's interesting they play differently um Big time. I, th- I think Magic difference. has a better chance of staying in front of him naturally just because of how big he is compared to AI. See, I think that would be what hinders him. He's big. He's going to be a little slower. We're talking about someone short, small, shifty as hell, can move that ball wherever I, I he know, wanted. Even though he is faster and it does work to his advantage, just Magic's sheer size takes away half that step he gains. And if he has enough time to just buy him one more second, then you're going to have Giannis and Shaq crashing into him. Got yourself, you got yourself a very athletic team. I almost went Hakeem Olajuwon over Shaq. See, he, he, was, he was my number three. He was, he was down there. Or Wilt or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, they were all on my list to like think about. But I just felt like I knew you were going to take someone big, and I needed that defensive you know, David Robinson down there to kind of help me out and get those boards. Um, and then, of course, Mr. Fundamentals, another thing, just that mentality. Okay. Uh, you know, anyone who's watching, go ahead and write us on the Facebook page or the TikTok. Leave a comment stating who's starting five, Ben's or Travis's. Who do you like more? Because I, I want to see where that goes. I'd like to hear that, too. Yeah. Also, uh, I think we're going to do a little Would You Rather segment. And I, I think like it's going to get a little interesting because I want to hear people's opinions on this and and uh, and this is I'm not ta- I'm talking about like at their peak what they accomplished whatnot. Damian Lillard or Steve Nash? See, and I'm a sucker for Damian Lillard. I love Lillard. I mean, it's called Dame Time for a reason. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely adore him and what he's done for the Trailblazers. But granted, Steve Nash has an extra MVP he doesn't deserve. What year was that again, Travis? I'm not talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it should not have gone to him. Um, but when you're comparing the two in their peak and their prime, for almost anybody else, it's it's not even a, a tough call because it should be Steve Nash. 
because as a point guard, you want them to dish the ball. You want them to be able to score and facilitate the floor. I mean, I can't think of many others who facilitated the floor and got the assist like Nash did at that size and height in that area or that We're era. seeing somebody do it right now. Tyrese Halliburton's quietly doing it right now. Really? Saying that's I should my, I should say I should keep my eye on the young guy. Uh, yeah, he's currently leading the league in assists per game. Oh. He, well, I mean, if he can keep it up, we may be talking about some great accolades. Because again, being a point guard, in my opinion, if you're a point guard, points don't—they're not the most important thing. It's assists in my mind. If I'm a GM or well, let's put it in perspective. In NBA history, no player has ever averaged 20 plus points per game, 10 point, 10 plus assists per game while shooting 40 plus percent from three for a full season. If the season ended right now, Tyrese Halliburton would be the first one in league history to do that. Oh, well, I mean, the season's just beginning and my Celtics on top, baby. So let's let's see if Halbert's going to pull that off for a full season. It'd be tough, I, mean, but it, I like it. I mean, there's enough possessions in today's game that it, naturally he's going to get the better opportunity to do that. Right. For Again, the, hence all assistant points, but the efficiency is something that's just got to be done regardless of how many times you do it. Right. And hence why I said in that era of the NBA, like Steve Nash played in, it was a little slower pace than today where Dame Lillard's playing. So I'm going to give it the edge. To- as much as I don't want to say it, I'm taking Steve Nash 10 times out of 10 over Dame. Yep. I'm taking him 10 out um, of 10. Now let's talk about Nikolai Jokic right now. Yep. In Orlando, Dwight Howard. See, and I, when I read that, I went, uh, I just first read Dwight Howard, and I was like, oh, that's easy, hands down. And then it, it had to be Orlando, Dwight Howard, and that's why I was like. People don't want to recognize just how good great. he was until he left Orlando. Taylor he was dumb. Eight years, he was he they were, from Shaq and ran. Right. I Undisputedly. Mean, they were calling him the next Shaq in Orlando. Like he, he was a walking twenty-four and twelve for eight years straight in two blocks a game. Like literally, he was fucking good. Um, but at the end of the day, and th- he doesn't have the MVPs that Jokic has. But what, and that's where I'm leaning towards. But Jokic has two MVPs, but Dwight has three Defensive Player of the Years, which is arguably just as hard to get. Honestly, with all the defensive player of the year is probably like, if you're to go and like weight of what individual awards you can get, you'd probably have to be MVP, defensive player of the year, finals MVP. Like it's right there. Yeah, it's it's a, an important one. Um, I think I'm still going to lean towards Jokic on this. The recent success, uh, being able to do it the way he has. Um, wish I would have seen a little more defense out of him, but it's enough for me to call it okay. But just Orlando, Dwight Howard, that man was the second coming of Shaq. Like, he was good. People forget about it. People forget how small Shaq really was in Orlando and how quick and fast he was. Like, they remember him in the Lakers uniform winning the rings when he got a little bigger. Shaq was actually thin and athletic as hell. Like, oh, Sha- Shaq was First one down the floor. That's why Kobe always said if he actually had the half the work ethic he did and stayed in shape, Shaq would be the greatest ever, and it wouldn't even be close. And 
I believe it. I agree with that. I do, but I'm I'm gonna go Jokic just a little bit. Um, just by a smidge, man. Like maybe fifty four to to forty six. Like just edging them out. Considering everything, it's a little. I'm gonna slightly lean towards Howard, and I'm gonna use the entirety of their career to bat to, for that right now, just because. Howard's NBA career is more or less complete. He's playing in Ch- overseas in China right now. We don't know if he's yeah. going to come back, but he's 37. Right. Um, he's... But he is like top seven all time in rebounds. And oh, I believe it. He's also, I think, a member of the 20K club for points, which don't wrong, Jokic is well on his way to that. And Jokic is by far the better passer and playmaker. And he offers a different skill set that we haven't seen from a center really especially like at this level right he's Jokic took the torch from Pau Gasol yeah and revolutionized it and because Gasol was a walking 18 and 11 with Mm -hmm. foot tall with a good passing skill set and could actually shoot above 80 from the free throw line just like Jokic um Jokic isn't quite the defender of Obviously, quite, yeah. I'm not even gonna say quite. He's nowhere near the defender. Yeah, no. But I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly give it to to Dwight right now. Jokic ends up winning another MVP this year. Then it's gonna be a wrap. But right now, I'm gonna lean Howard just because I think he doesn't get his dues and his flowers that he should. I, I agree with that last segment. He doesn't get the dues that he deserves. He really does deserve more. Uh, again, he was really damn good. So, um, no, I'll, I'll props to Dwight. I mean, do you think it's a Hall of Fame career or no? Dwight Howard should be first ballot Hall of Fame. Okay, good. You might get some arguments from people out there saying he people isn't. People that don't know don't ball, remember. come challenge me. <laughs> It's probably because they don't remember how good he was in Orlando. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, good enough to, you know, gentlemen sweep baby LeBron right out of the Eastern Conference just to watch Kobe sweep him out of the finals. Oh, that stings. Yeah. Both the teams that LeBron ran from, Kobe just straight up beat in the finals. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, LeBron wins one more. I think it's done. I think he. I don't gets, think he's going to want another one. Not as the focal point, at least. So it won't nah. have as much weight. That one's kind of a tag get tag along ring if he wins another one. More as hey, he he bees, he's the. Second. I'm saying that as a Lakers fan. Yeah, well, they're not. He's they're not. The Lakers. If they somehow mess around and even end up in the finals, the game's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> they are not that good. No. Nah, the only way I see him doing even it with Davis goes. coming back being healthy, if they if they did that, not happening. They just don't have enough around them. I'm actually excited for one of your questions um, because it has a D in it, and we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, this one right here. This one, this one. I think you're. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna skip one because I want to get to this one. Ooh, Kyrie or AI. At hands, oh, I was gonna say hands down AI, but Kyrie was just as good of a ball handler as AI. He has the passing, he's got the ring, he he could score just like AI. He played defense. Oh, that's a tough one. 
Well, since I put AI on my my starting five all time, I'm gonna have to rock with AI. I can't back out now. Otherwise, I would have put Kyrie up there, right? So I'm rocking I, I, AI. I'm gonna have to lean towards AI as well. Kyrie holds the advantage in the efficiency department. He shoots better from everywhere on the floor than AI. Well, he is bigger. I mean, Kyrie's a member of the 5490 club. He has rings. AI doesn't. But AI is a four-time steals champion. AI's got an MVP. AI carried that sorry-ass team to the chip. And if they would have been playing anyone else but Kobe and Shaq, they probably would have won it. Yeah. Oh. That and Gilbert Arenas said... There's lots of people that have said in the league that if AI was six foot five and still played the same way, same speed, athleticism, didn't lose anything, he would be the best. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs. You can do that with a lot of people in history, but like that's a testament to how good he was. Gilbert Arenas said there's a difference between someone going out there and being able to get 60 and somebody going out there trying to get 60. He's like, he said that Allen Iverson was, he's like, you know, he, he said, he said it this way. He said, there's always, you know, there's always that white boy who, no matter how much you try to intimidate him and physical him up, he doesn't back down. He's just strong. You can't bully him on the court. He's like, he said, AI was that dude, but with actual talent. He said, and that's scary, is what he said, and I, and it's very true, very. <laughs> yep. I so I'm I'm going still AI. That man. If man, Kyrie could have somehow messed guys. around and like got a couple first team all defenses or maybe had a single season top five in MVP voting, then I would maybe start making it more of a conversation. But as it stands right now, AI has got them way beat in bulk career stats. Just Kyrie really his only argument is a chip that he had LeBron for and efficiency stats. Okay. No, I, I'm but I think a part of like skill. I mean, obviously, we're comparing careers. It's AI, but as far as pure skill set, Kyrie, Kyrie is every bit as talented, if not a little bit more. If only he would put it to use and not sit out. But what do I know? <laughs> I'm just a guy with a podcast. Here, here here's a fun one. <laughs> oh God, Kwame Brown. Or, or the white mama Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> it's got to be Brian Scalabrini, right? Like I mean, he's got those. a nickname at least. That alone gives him the edge. <laughs> right. He's the white mama for a reason. Kwame's but. most notably known for combining for 83 points with Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder <laughs> Kobe how many. Kobe dropped 81. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder how many Kobe dropped that game. Hmm. That but. one was just for fun. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, I love Brian Scalabrini and all the memes that came with him. I mean, you know, he kept it real with all the heck, hecklers and everyone that tried to talk down on him. He was like, I'm closer to LeBron than you guys are to me. And this, right. Like, and then he proved it. He, and he's not wrong. There's only he, think about a league, a professional league that's been going for about se- like 75 years. And there has literally been like. I don't know. What is it like 800 players? people have ever actually made the NBA. Like it's probably the most exclusive professional league in all in the entire world. So you, like, the skill level needed to be to even make an NBA roster is absolutely insane. Crazy. So, he, he actually backed up that talk and did a one-on-ones tournament and he was smoking dudes left and right. 
And that's where that phrase came from. I'm closer to LeBron than you are to me. Because people don't, they legitimately don't realize how hard it is to even make a roster, not to mention just play five minutes. There's people that are, that could walk into the best of the best in your hometown that have never played in the NBA on an actual NBA roster, just played for the G League and would freaking go in there and look like Michael Jordan. Yep, they would smack the dog hell out of them. And that's, people forget these are legitimate professionals when it comes to it. Like, we can sit on the couch and be like, oh, why didn't you do that? And then you got to realize you guard someone for 48 minutes straight. You try to keep that stamina up. You try to make that happen. We're not talking about at like your middle school level. We're talking about at the 1% of the 1%. Because like after college or at college, you become a, a very elite tier. And then it's G League. And then it's NBA. So we're talking like the 1% of the 1% of players who are active on the floor. Your, uh, professional leagues and across the world have gotten a lot better. Oh yeah. Like Luke Lucas said it's easier to score in the NBA than it is in Europe and he he's put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. I mean, the dude he's, he's not wrong. I, I I got a really fun conversation right here. Okay. So, the all NBA 75 team came out for the NBA 75th anniversary for the top 75 NBA players. This Obviously is this is a couple I years want. old now. But there's still some blasphemous stuff in there. Mm-hmm. They put Damian Lillard and Anthony Davis in the top 75. Over players like Ben Wallace, Dwight Howard, and Clay Thompson. And I think that is grade A tier one bullshit. Now, when Damian talk- Lillard has... For his individual accolades, he has zero all def- all NBA teams, zero all defensive teams. Never made it past the Western Conference. He's just made some All Star games, and is known for clutch threes. He has Rookie of the Year. That's his only thing in his trophy case. Okay, but and he, he made the All NBA seventy five. He was also over guy, facing over two guys who have seven Defensive Player of the Years combined, two chip, two uh, three chips or trips to the finals combined with a ring. I'm ta- I haven't even talked about Clay yet. Clay's got all defensive teams and all NBA teams. Clay has rings. Clay's better at shooting threes than Dame. And the percentages back it up. Dame is honestly really overrated when it comes to shooting threes. You know he is like 185th all time or 187th all time in three point percentage, Dame is. Yeah, he doesn't really ever go over. I think yeah, his Clay- highest season was 40%. Yeah. His career, yeah. That was 2020, 40%. Dame is great, and I love him as a person and as a player, but to put to say that he is a top 75 player all time with that accolade case, sorry. Uh, not let him. me put it out there. He was also facing an elite Steph Curry, an elite Clay Thompson, an elite Chris Paul, an elite Devin Booker, an elite. like Those are just yeah. two teams right there, four players that he would have to beat out but their teams have more success so they get more fan votes than dame does so all, we're talking all about pros aren't fan votes that's all that's just all-star which he has a lot of the all-stars she has all-stars remember it was dame and cj mccollum that was what that team was and even then it was really dame with the side piece of cj mccollum when he was out there so i 
I don't agree that he's overhyped or overrated. I think that he deserves way more acknowledgement when it comes to what conference he plays in. I mean, like you said, LeBron James ran from the easiest conference, Eastern Finals. It hasn't switched to like the Eastern has been the tougher one until recently, like the last year and a half, two years. Okay. Correct. The West was always the dominant one. It's where all the stars went. It's where all the power was. So you're talking about his team, A, had to do good, and he had to be recognized for it. I think that Dame, I don't think he should be as high as he is on the list, maybe, but... I don't think he should have made the list at all. If you want to start talking about him I'd being put him right top at 100 to 125, yes. but And I'm not saying that he's even undeserving to be talked about in that conversation but to have him actually in over people who have the trophy case to back it up doesn't sit right with me okay so like ben, now like ben, wallace, ben wallace i think ben and wallace White howard be both should have been in before him and i, I agree with clay in over them. him too man that's a tough one for me because clay is a better defender he has the all defensive teams Clay's better at shooting threes than Dame, which is his best thing. And Dame's career points per game average is like one and a half point higher than Clay's. That's it. Do you think that there is an argument for Clay for the simple fact that you've had Curry and KD, so you were left open more often, therefore got cleaner looks and a better ability to shoot the ball? Because you're not having someone pressed up because they just tried to double team Steph or KD. I, I've seen I've seen Clay get picked up at half court as often as Curry, and maybe not so much post injury, but he's starting to get back to that form. He just dropped a 54 bomb like three nights ago. Yeah, um, I I see this now. But but Clay 37 points in a quarter, 60 point game when he took 27 dribbles, like. And he personally holds the record for most threes made in a game. More than Steph. More than Steph, yep. So. Now, do you know the the career stats for Clay versus Dame? Because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get them up and get read them off to you. I think Clay averages like twenty one and a half points a game and Dame's like twenty four. Assists Dame probably has him in assists. I think Dame's probably around the six assist range. You're very close. Okay, so let me read them off. Career wise, Clay Thompson, 19.6 points per game, three and a half total rebounds, 2.3 assists, 45% shooting from the floor, and then 41.5 from three. Lillard, 24.7. Points per game. Clay's has dropped more than two and a half points since he's been injured, though. Before injury, he was right there. Injuries are going to happen no matter what to anyone. I mean, we could always play the what if game. Always. Total rebounds, 4.2. That's 0.7 higher. Assists, 6.7. That is 4.4 per game better in a career total. I know, but someone who has spent their entire career being the beneficial, unquestionable numero uno on your team to someone who's had their career averages dip 
because of injury while being the number two his entire career, that difference should be a lot bigger. No, because I think Clay got more help because he had Curry. Lillard had CJ, but then you're also talking Clay had KD next to him. You're talking about a higher potent offense where the ball can I'm get spread. Say something that a lot of people don't agree with. Go ahead. I think Draymond Green is more important to that team than a lot of people want to admit. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. I agree with that 110%. I think, I think, he, him, I think he's the reason why they get such good looks. He, he is a very versatile big. He is, for sure. Um, so I was just going out here. Now, Dame shoots a little worse from the floor. We already knew that. 43.7, 37.2 for his field goal and his three-point. So difference is there. Free throw, he's 4% better. And their PER, 22. Player efficiency rating. 22.2 for Dame, 16.3 for Clay. So one was a little more efficient on the floor, Dame. So I, I even though with the accolades of two-time All-NBA, four-time champion, uh, the all-rookie team, the all-defensive team uh, for Clay, uh, I think I'm going to give it. I'm still going to give that one to Dame. I'd still put Dame just because it was easier for Clay. I, I love Clay. He's a great shooter. But at no point it's just in hard the for offense. Me to put somebody over somebody who has personally said bye bye to him and shown him the door in the playoffs more than once. More than once. But who did they each have around them? Remember, basketball's not a one man team. Jordan had Scotty, Pippen, and Dennis Rodman. He had people around him. LeBron had Kyrie. Ball don't Clay. Work. That's right. Nah. <laughs> we're not going to judge it off that. <laughs> no, I didn't expect you to make that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, Ben Wallace and Dwight should have definitely made it in. But this brings up the other section. Anthony Davis. You don't think he should be in there? Not over those guys. He's. We've all seen what Anthony Davis's ceiling is. If he could have played again, one like if he wouldn't have had the injury bug and he could have been able to, we could have got eight to ten straight years of Anthony playing at his ceiling. We got a guy who's going to be crashing the top four power forwards of all time. Just like yeah, three time block champ, twenty twenty NBA champ, four time All NBA. Uh, 2012 All-Rookie, four-time All-Defense, um, All-Star MVP. You don't think he deserves to be on that top 75? 24 points, 10 rebounds, career average, a walk and double-double. He is good, but he's still not even 30 yet, and I want to see him stay more healthy because him being injured a lot is going to keep him down on a lot of the bulk stats for career when it's over, which – Personally, career bulk stats, something that is just there because you've played more games. I hold right. that like it does hold weight when you're talking, when you're comparing and like grading people. But I think it's on the bottom of what you should be using to weigh somebody. Okay. And my biggest reasoning is LeBron's not magically becoming the GOAT because he's past Kareem when, most, when Kareem already has the most – MVPs in league history and also has the career points record and has for the past 30 years. And he's 
consistently never been considered the ghost. So how does that move the needle for somebody else? That's just hypocritical. Right. You know what I mean? If, yeah. If, if you didn't before this have Kareem as your number one, don't come talking to me about LeBron. If you did, I'll listen. <laughs> and and I agree with you. If you didn't have Kareem and that's all you valued was the points. Granted, it's another accolade for LeBron to hold on to and have everything in there. Um, I just, I don't see how there's, there's not, not a higher debate on LeBron James versus Jordan as the GOAT because LeBron, longevity, which is one of the biggest things to be considered the GOAT, Let's say Tom Brady only won four rings and only played 10 years in the NFL. Is he still the GOAT? Because he'd be tied with four rings with a couple others while... I wouldn't consider him the GOAT if he only had four rings in 10 years. Because there's others that have matched that and then also beat him in the ball department. It'd be different if Brady was number one all time in MVPs also, but he's not even currently. No. Payne Manning had more than him. Peyton has more. He's Brett Favre had the same amount. Um, so, so I think longevity gets overlooked because we're talking about a guy, eighteen All NBA, four championships, three All Star MVPs, four MVPs, six time All Defense, four times, you know, Finals MVP. Um, well, I, I think that it gets scoring misconstrued champ. a lot, and, and because if you think about it. It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. So your Olympic overseas career and your college career gets taken into that. And if you actually take everyone's full resume, college, overseas, everything, even Jordan can't really stand the Kareem's resume. And it's hard. Uh, Yeah. So I I don't understand. I personally have Kareem at second all time to Jordan just because what, what Jordan accomplished in only 15 years is unfathomable. It was Um, amazing. But I don't think there's enough talk about Kareem. I agree with that. I agree with that. And if and if and if people can sit there and knock Kobe because he played with Shaq, yeah. Then why doesn't it get talked about? Then why are Kareem and Magic routinely in everyone's top five when they play together? They earned pretty much entire time, pretty much. So yeah, no, I. You know what? That's a great point. We never sit there and knock. Um. Magic or Kareem for that. Yeah, well, we'll downgrade Curry, KD, LeBron, Kobe, Shaq. We'll downgrade them because, oh, you had all-stars around you. The only other person That's my that biggest I, point was saying Bill Russell's overrated because of the very same thing. <laughs> Kevin how you, McHale. How, how do you win an MVP averaging 18 and 22, but the guy that averaged 50 and 24 finished second? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. How do you have two MVPs in seasons where you didn't even make the first all t- pro team? Excuse me. Those rings. That doesn't mean anything. The hey, if we're going off before the playoffs, before the chip even starts. So I'll, I'll put this out there. Um, rating the goat is a tough thing because you have to take into account more than one thing. So like Tom Brady is considered the greatest because he has rings and accolades, right? You know, he's got. 
what I mean, six it, it's hard to seven? argue against brady other than just from from any logical standpoint other than you just hate him and think he's a cheater he's top three all like he's tied for second or third all time in total mvps he's got the most trips to the super bowl and the most wins nice. that's yep. different he's also got across the board number one in every stat for his position besides then besides completion percentage and passer rating and he's still Let's like top, and he's still like top 10 in those so right. it's really hard to even logically have an argument against that because someone would have to have an incredible career to even compare to it like okay. Mahomes, like Mahomes is 20 like it was on a great track already he still only has one MVP. I mean, he's probably going to win a second this year. But he would still have to go to eight more Super Bowls. And if he did that consecutively, eight straight years, he's already like 36 at that point. That's yeah. how hard it's going to be to touch Brady. Okay. He, he might touch same. Brady's bulk stats like the passing yards and the touchdowns and he's going to f- be around Aaron Rodgers for the touchdown to interception ratio. But to have that plus the Super Bowl success, it's going to be hard. And and the reason why you can't move something up above that, up above Brady because of that is then why isn't Drew Brees? I love Drew Brees. I mean, Drew was in front of him when he retired in all those categories. Yep. Yeah, Tom's passed him, but when they retire, when he retired, he was in he was in he was in front of Brady. Yep. And and so, Breeze is also a, a top five most efficient QB ever too, as far as like completion percentage and super deadly. Could pick your defense apart. So let's apply the same stuff to the NBA. Then it's hands down Bill Russell. So, name the last time a player got to eleven finals, let alone win them. Well, he doesn't check all the boxes the same way Brady does. He that's all. He's he got has bulk is stats. The, is the, is he bulk stats? He's nowhere. He, he's nowhere in the. No one talks about him in the points. Nowhere. He's got, not he's anymore. Got the, he he's was got the rebound stats, but you're also he played in the his entire career was during like the most fast paced game. Like there's there was more possessions during his era than there is now. So that by itself creates more opportunity. The players then were less efficient at shooting, so that creates more rebounds. And he's also, you know, one of the two tallest people in the league at the time. And it also helps that when if you were to make a like during those when he played, if you were to like like we were right now, if we were to list out the fifteen best players in the league currently, if you were to do that then when eight, when like literally eight of the next, top, like eight of the top twelve were on your team, and <laughs> there's a solid argument that you weren't even the best overall player on your team. How can you be the best ever when you were arguably not even the best on your team? There's just Bill's great, and he's a pioneer, great human being, pioneer for the game, and he's a top fifteen player ever. But you can't tell me that you could just pluck him up and put him in any era and he'd be great. That's That right there is why I, I can't put him. Okay, perfect. You can pick up LeBron and put him in any era. Be- because back in the day, people weren't as, in the Jordan time, people weren't as big and strong and as fast as LeBron is, even at his current age. So you're You do me- know the average weight in like 
everything like everyone was more physical in the 80s and 90s so every like average height of an nba player was about six foot three through that throughout the entirety of bill russell's career and then it got it shot up to about and it was slowly going up in the late 60s and through the 70s and it got to about it's about six foot seven currently and it's been steadily about that since 1980 moving forward yeah it, and so, if you're gonna tell look me at uh, pictures look at david robinson go look oh, at Shaq. look at all like patrick ewing and then and you're telling me you th- i can then, pick up lebron and put him in there i'm not saying lebron like you couldn't like LeBron would be good in other eras, and he would. But the one thing I will say is he's not going to have a 20-year injury-free career playing in the 80s and 90s. So you his bulk that, stats would not look the same. Really? Yeah, you think I will so? argue. You I will think, think that he would, I think he would have had a very successful 13- to 17-year career, but with more injuries. More time, more games missed because it was a lot physical back then. His body's not getting... I mean, he's still, it's still impressive and amazing what he's do, doing, but every single time someone drove for a layup, I don't care how big you were, you're getting clothesline and punched in the face. He doesn't, that doesn't happen today. No, it doesn't. How many Rod times are you going to be allowed to get knocked the, the F out on the court before you start getting hesitant to drive to the hoop a little bit more? Yeah. And there oh. goes his career field goal percentage. It's going to drop a little bit. Because he, we, I broke it down in our one of our other podcasts. He shoots very well from zero to three feet, but everywhere else in the court, no, he does not. That's why I, th- I think it's even more impressive how well Jordan shot, because Jordan Jordan was fifty percent for his career. Okay, okay, Bring a valid points. I, I would say that LeBron would still be a top ten player all time if you dropped him in Jordan's era. But we're not talking about him as a goal. So, do you think Jordan would be a top ten if he was dropped in this current era? I think Jordan would average fifty points a game without trying. Really? You think he's not allowed to be he as averaged, physical he's, as he he's knows. the number one overall in points per game already? And when people were allowed to murder him every time he touched the ball, you think that with no hand checking and no one allowed the and the bigs not allowed to camp the paint, where he he's that he's not going to score more? Yeah. Because that also means he's going to get called more fouls on for trying to play rough defense. He's not going to be in the game as much. He's not going to be able to just do half the the he, bully game. He, he, he might not have quite the defensive accolades that he has, but his offensive accolades would be even more impressive. Okay, I I would say put him against Giannis. That and something that doesn't get talked about: Jordan's six foot six shooting guard, and his hands are as big as Kawhi's. And Kawhi has. That's why he was. So, that's another reason why he was so good at defense and so strong with the ball. He that had and some big hands. Everyone wants to argue about athleticism nowadays. There's a reason Michael still is the number one overall vertical in NBA history. Jump from a free throw line. Okay, that's not even. That, that's not. That's not vertical. I'm talking about straight, just standing up and down. Yes, forty eight inch vertical. It's a big fucking vertical. I didn't realize it was that much. We're talking I don't, four feet straight I think up. People are like the game's evolving. People get better every day, but I think a lot of it has to do with the rule changes, what the refs call. That does affect the way people play, and oh, the scoring yeah. outbursts. Like you remember when we were kids, if you scored a hundred points, that was a lot. Now, if you don't touch a hundred points. It's crazy. Yep. And 
a lot of that has to do with no defense. A lot of everyone just jacking up threes. A lot and that's, of faster game being played because no one can play defense. You don't. No one sets. You don't have to worry about it. It's just cater to the offense because it's a bit because it's eye appealing. It is eye appealing. Greg Popovich has even said something about it. He's he he said like last night he's like well, I'm just waiting for him to come out with a four point and five point shot so this can really be a circus. <laughs> he, he does not like what the NBA is right now. I'm not surprised. I mean, he's been coaching for many I, years. I think most people would agree as a top three coach ever. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, I think. Popovich deserves that. Uh, so, in that case, we'll, we'll definitely have to bring up uh, LeBron versus Jordan versus Kobe, Shaq, all that one day. We'll have to make that whole podcast. Oh, yeah. Because I, I feel like we could definitely get into that a little deeper because I would come with a little bit more ammo. Let's wait till we get into the hockey night because my Red Wings. Yeah. Do you want you want to go on a little tangent on on your young guys real quick? They look good. I, I trust the plan. We've been injured pretty a lot of the season. We beat teams we shouldn't beat, and then lose the teams we should beat right now. So I'm kind of frustrated with them. Every time they seem to turn a corner, then they lose three straight. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the way it works, right? Yes, sir. always is. Okay, so, well, again, welcome to our beautiful faces. Thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead, hit the like, subscribe, share, comment, follow, whatever you want to do. We're on the Facebook. We're on the TikTok. You can actually thank that young man over there for it. And then any final words? Thank you for your support.